What is up team? Welcome back to the show. Today we are doing a quick hitter episode really digging deep into the Romanian deadlift and how to get the most out of your Romanian deadlift or RDL. So a Romanian deadlift is really within our programming for clients one of the top movements we use for developing a posterior. So glutes, hamstrings, straight up this is going to be one of the best movements that we can do to develop your glutes and hamstrings. So really this is a staple movement for the women that we work with because most of our clients are going to have some aesthetic goal where hey I want to see more lean muscle, I want to see more shape, I want to see more definition in these specific areas and almost always glutes is one of those. So over the last eight years I don't think there's a movement that I have coached more on than the Romanian deadlift because the reality is it is a hard movement for people to master and in our client form videos and on my form videos every week there's always at least a couple people where we continue to work on progressing and improving their romanian deadlift so they can experience more time out of significant tension with that movement and basically achieve more of the glute and hamstring gains that they're chasing so i wanted to just make this episode a deep dive into some of the main coaching points that i use to help clients get more out of the romanian deadlifts okay so um, the biggest mistake I see a lot of women making is honestly just going way too light on this movement. Now, keep in mind, we do want to make sure that technique is in a good place, right? The execution of the movement is important. So I'm not saying to just go do this with sloppy form and add a lot of weight, but this is the most common movement where with the clients that I'm working with, I'm saying, hey, I literally want you to add 15, 30 pounds to that movement this coming week. Because a lot of times we'll see like, hey, your execution of this is perfect, but you are just going way too light. You can handle a lot more load, right? Again, we need these muscles to experience significant tension to actually achieve growth. So it doesn't matter if you do like a lot of reps with a very light weight, if the tension isn't great enough, which again, a lot of tension is gonna come from load, we're not actually gonna be able to grow those muscles. So very much here, you want to focus on keeping most of your sets somewhere between one and three RIR or reps in reserve. So basically that means stopping all of your sets with one to three reps in the tank. And again, with clients, this is a big part of why we focus on form videos. I know I've had a lot of clients where it's been multiple weeks of, hey, okay, I want you to add a little bit more. Your technique is perfect, but you still have a good amount of the tank. You still have a good amount of the tank. For whatever reason, I found that people typically fall into two categories within the women we coach. Either A, it's, hey, you are going way too hard. You're taking like all your sets to failure and we need to actually pull it back a bit for you to see better progress because you'll be able to better recover from what you're doing. Or, hey, you are not quite taking it there as much as you need to, right? We can push the intensity here a little bit more than we need to to actually see quicker progress. Um, so within that, especially I would say like, clients that are newer to training, it will typically be like you're just getting a feel for RIR. And for whatever reason, it's a lot easier to start taking your bot, your upper body movements closer to failure. Whereas a lot of times the lower body movements get neglected. It'll just be something like, hey, I have, okay, there's 12 reps prescribed here. I hit 12 reps. I'm not really thinking about how close I am to failure. I just don't hit 12 reps. So I'm gonna call it good there, right? And people can literally do the same weight over and over for months and months and years. Um, if you don't start considering how close you are to failure. So again, this is a major point with all of our clients because again, especially with a movement like a hip hinge, which we're doing with a Romanian deadlift, 
this is typically going to be one of your absolute strongest movements. So realize you probably can move more load than you're capable of there. And again, if you realize this is you don't feel bad, this is something we're talking about with our clients constantly. Also use wrist straps. So another common issue with the Romanian deadlift is you are not able to use a heavy enough load because your grip is giving out before your glutes and hamstrings. So the thing to understand there is if it is like, okay, my grip is giving out, but now that I think about it, I really don't feel a ton of tension in my glutes or in my hamstrings. It just feels like my grip is giving out, so I have to stop. Okay, so we're probably wasting a lot of time here for not much benefit, right? Because again, typically your grip is gonna give out well before your glutes and your hamstrings because again, your, uh, your grip is just gonna be a lot weaker relative to the total load we're using versus those muscles of your posterior. So just use wrist straps. They're super easy. You can buy them on Amazon. I think I'm slurring those words together and it sounds like I'm saying wrist wraps, but I am saying wrist straps. Um, my speech impediment coming out, but they're like nine bucks on Amazon and they make it so your grip is no longer the limiting factor. And again, it's important to remember that when it comes to building lean muscle, which is the goal of most of the clients that we're working with, along with oftentimes getting leaner, um, when it comes to building lean muscle, we need the target muscle tissue that we're trying to grow to be the rate limiter. So if the rate limiter is your grip and not your glutes or hamstrings, then you have a problem. All right, so then when it gets into the actual execution, Typically when somebody is first starting to master the Romanian deadlift, one of the first things we'll see is they're in this position where their back is arched, their head is up, and maybe you're even looking at yourself in the mirror as you're doing this. So the thing to understand here is if you're in the position where your head is up, so you can see like the wall in front of you um, from the bottom of the rep, or you can like turn and look at yourself in the mirror, you also probably have, almost definitely have, some extension or arching of your lower back which in turn means that we are gonna place more stress on our lower back and less of that stress or tension on our glutes and hamstrings. So this is a problem again, because we're not here to necessarily train our erectors. They will get hit some of the muscles that run basically along our lower spine, but they will of course be trained some. But basically here, again, our primary goal is to train glutes and hamstrings. So we want to really focus on being in this position where we essentially have our rib cage stacked over our pelvis. So again, if we're in this place where our ribs are kind of flared up, realize that we can't really brace our core properly. So again, that means a lot more stress is going to be on your spine if you're not able to actually engage the muscles of your deep core to stabilize your spine through this movement. So really here, again, like if you're, if you're sitting, just imagine flaring your rib cage up, right? almost to, to where your rib cage is pointing up towards the ceiling. Now, pull that rib cage down to the point where you feel like your rib cage is basically stacked over your pelvis. That's essentially the position we wanna be in when we're doing an RDL. Now, a lot of times if we just cue the head, so basically to stop arching, or to stop looking up, this will follow kind of naturally. So I believe I picked this up from Paul Carter on Instagram, actually. But one cue I actually really like here is just put the, co the collar of your shirt in your mouth and bite it. Basically, that'll force you typically to kind of keep your chin tucked in this position where we're essentially looking down at the floor. Our eyes are looking straight down, more or less at the bottom of the rep or nearly straight down at the bottom of the rep. That's a helpful cue, but otherwise you can really just focus on, you can either think A, make a double chin, or B, just keep your eyes on the floor. Now from there, 
Another anecdotal thing I've found very helpful is to not think on the way up about pulling the weight up, but rather think driving your feet down through the floor to lift the weight. Anecdotally, I've found that this really does seem to help clients quite a bit and engaging the glutes a bit more, basically just feeling the movement work more in the glutes and the posterior as a whole versus the lower back. Now, I don't have science to back this up, so understand this is just anecdote. And especially on a big compound movement like a Romanian deadlift, we don't wanna focus too much on purely the sensation, right? Like, oh my gosh, I don't feel it in my glutes, so I need to go lighter and squeeze harder. Like, that's not gonna be the solution here. But anecdotally, I found just using this cue, Again, rather than thinking you're pulling the weight up, especially when clients are struggling with feeling this movement in their back a little bit more, typically what I found is when you're thinking about pulling the weight up, you're tending to, you're going to tend to arch your lower back a little bit more and actually pull with the muscles of the lower back a little bit more. Whereas again, it seems to be very helpful to think about just driving your feet down through the floor on the way up. Now, on a very similar note, Oftentimes, one of the first things we'll correct in an RDL is someone having their stance a little bit too wide. So if we are doing a movement like an RDL for the glutes, then we're probably going to be targeting, we are going to be targeting the glute max, which is the largest muscle of your glute. So really to best line this movement up to put tension on the glute max, we want those feet to be right around hip width apart. Now, from there, one more common mistake in the execution is thinking about lowering the weights instead of pushing your hips back. So with an RDL, typically what I found is when a client is really just focusing on lowering and raising the weight, what will happen is they will essentially lean forward. Now, understand that a Romanian deadlift isn't just you leaning forward. Typically then what happens here is like the lower back starts around slightly. We're not putting the glutes or hamstrings under, maybe the hamstrings, but we're not putting the glutes under a significant stretch or not the stretch we want. Basically it's gonna be in a position where most of the load is gonna be on your lower back and it's not gonna be nearly as good for glute and hamstring development. Rather, what we want within this movement is very much for you to think about pushing the hips back, right? If we're just leaning forward, again, it's typically gonna be less stress on your glutes and hamstrings, more on your spine. If we're in this position where we're pushing our hips backwards, and especially, and it depends on what type of Romanian deadlift we're doing, but in a conventional Romanian deadlift, basically all you want to think about is just pushing your hips back as far as you can. Once your hips can't go back any further, we don't wanna to try to lean down anymore to lower the weight any further. We wanna reverse and come back up. Now again, this depends on what we're trying to bias within your Romanian deadlift, which we'll discuss in just a moment, but that's something important to understand. So again, when you're lowering the weight, try not to think about lowering the weight. I really like the cue of imagine that you're trying to shut a car door with your butt. So there's a car door that's open right behind you and you're just trying to push it shut with your butt. So really from a cueing perspective, mentally, it's so much more helpful to think about, I'm just trying to push my hips as far back as I can. And really everything else in my body is just following my hips. All right, now from there, another important thing to understand with the Romanian deadlifts is what muscle we're trying to bias. Basically, are we aiming for more glutes or for more hamstrings? Now. One of my all-time 
favorite glute movements is actually a bent knee Romanian deadlift. This is a movement we program a lot for the women we work with. And I'll say for me, like until Andrea showed me how to do this properly, I wasn't a big fan at all. So, but now again, it's absolutely one of my favorite movements and it's one we use a lot with our clients. So with this, this is going to be how to do your Romanian deadlifts if you are targeting more glutes. So basically here, what's going on and understand as well, when we're talking about like biasing glutes versus biasing hamstrings, these differences are relatively subtle. Like we'll still get a lot of glutes and a lot of hamstrings when we're doing an RDL. So if you're relatively new to this, you don't need to overthink this too much. Just <laughs> do an RDL, how it feels good to you right now. Focus on mastering that first. And then I would get deeper into the nuance of like the execution here. But over time, things like this will make a difference. But again, understand like you're still gonna get a lot of glutes and a lot of hamstrings either way. Um, but with a bent knee RDL, basically here, we are going to allow the knees to bend a little bit more. So very much for me, so Whereas typically with a more hamstring bias Romanian deadlift, we're really focusing on trying to just push the hips straight back. Here, our hips are gonna descend down quite a bit more as we're also allowing the knees to bend a good bit more. So for me, I really like to think of this. I really like to imagine that I am just doing the top three-fourths of a conventional deadlift. So I know for me, essentially what that equates to is about until my hands get to about knee height, I'm more or less able to push my hips straight back. And then right around the point where my hands are knee height, that's where it's a lot less backward movement and my hips are starting to drop a bit more. But again, we wanna think of this as essentially doing the top three force of a conventional deadlift, but we're not gonna be lowering it all the way to the floor typically. And again, this will depend on your specific anatomy, your limb length, et cetera. But Again, that cue of just thinking doing a three, four, some conventional deadlift is very helpful. I also really, really like using a trap bar deadlift or a trap bar in this case, a trap bar bent knee Romanian deadlift. In this case, I found for most people, one, a trap bar is just going to be very stable, but it won't necessarily pull you forward as much as a barbell would. But most people, this movement just seems to feel most natural if we are using a trap bar, whereas with the barbell, it can somewhat feel like the bar or your shins are getting in the way a little bit more. Now, from there, if we want to bias your hamstrings a bit more and a little bit less glute, then we'll keep your knees less bent. So uh, here again, typically, and this can somewhat vary even within this, we have some variations. So you'll hear of like a stiff-legged deadlift, right? where there you're keeping your knees locked out, we're trying to push our hips back and there is a lot more leaning forward. We are getting a massive stretch on the hamstrings. Um, that said, I really typically prefer a just conventional Romanian deadlift where we are basically just pushing our hips back as far as we can. Once we can't push our hips back any further, then we are driving our feet through the floor to return to upright. And then finally, one other, and again, that's a great variation for targeting your um, hamstrings a bit more. And then finally, one other variation that I very much like for glutes is going to be a hip banded RDL. So here, basically you have a circle band around your hips and then it will be attached to something behind you. Now you walk out to create a lot of tension on the band and we want to actually lean forward into the band. So the mistake a lot of people make with this variation of RDL is thinking that so the reality of this is, this is gonna keep a more constant tension on 
your glutes. Basically, it's gonna make the top of the movement more challenging. Now, the mistake people make is they think, okay, the bottom half, of course, the barbell or dumbbell or trap bar or whatever I'm using is what's creating the most tension. And then at the top is the fact that I'm pushing my hips forward against this band that is creating the extra tension, right? When really that's not what we're focusing on here. That's not necessarily where most of this extra tension is coming from. So actually at the front, or when we're setting up for this, when we walk forward into the band, we actually want you to lean forward before you start the rep, right? So imagine you're standing perfectly upright, but you just lean forward. Now, because of that band, you won't fall over, but thanks to the band around your hips, you can actually lean into it a bit. So when you're standing upright or you haven't bent your knees or your hips yet, you're still not perfectly per perpendicular to or parallel, excuse me, to the wall, right? You're not seeing it straight up and down. We have some slight forward lean, even like at the lockout portion of our movement. So from here, then when we descend into the RDL, we just go through normal RDL, come back up. Now at the top, because we have, we have this forward lean, despite our hips being locked out, so essentially you think there's a straight line down between your shoulders, hips, and knees. Again, our hips are fully extended, or we push the hips for all the way forward in the movement. Um, still, because we have that forward lean, there is going to be more tension on our glutes than if we were standing upright, right? So that's another, again, that's called a hip banded RDL. Again, we can do this with dumbbells, a barbell, or a uh, trap bar. A great movement for, again, putting a little bit more tension on the glutes and targeting the glutes a little bit more. And then finally, what I'll say, as far as equipment goes, don't be too married to just using specifically a barbell. A lot of people fall into that camp. I'll say typically, like if we have an order where I really like these, if people have a trap bar available and it's a good setup, some trap bars, the handles are a little bit too wide and it's just not a good setup for women that have more narrow frames. Um, but if you do have a quality trap bar available, I really like a trap bar. It's very, it's more stable than dumbbells, but also it's easier to master the movement and get the movement down properly than it is with the barbells. Typically it would go for me like an order of priorities or I should say which I should I would typically choose first. Oftentimes it would go a trap bar if that's not available, then a barbell if that's not available, then dumbbells. Now that said, this does vary from person to person. Again, everybody's anatomy is a little bit different. So I can say some of the women we work with feel best with trap bar. Some of the women we work with is feel best with the barbell, especially women that have done like a lot of conventional deadlifts or done like more Olympic lifting or come from a CrossFit background. Typically a, cross, a barbell is gonna feel like home almost. And then some women are just gonna feel better with dumbbells. And also dumbbells, I will say like for superset pairings, a lot of times just like from a time perspective or from a not having all shit around the gym perspective, sometimes dumbbells will just make the most sense. But anyways, that is our deep dive into Romanian deadlifts. Do me a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, or on the flip side, if you hated this episode, you hated the style of episode, just these quick hits, and you don't want to hear anything like this again, either way, shoot me a message on Instagram at Jeremiah Bear. I would just love to get your feedback on this episode and know, did you enjoy this or would you rather not see episodes like this? So that is what I have for you guys. As always, thank you for tuning in.